Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. If you didn't catch where we're going from the title of today's episode, we're in Colossians chapter 3, starting in verse 12. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults, and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you were called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its riches fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus giving thanks through him to God the Father. The question I want to ask as we look at these verses and as we start today's episode is, what is a covenant? It's definitely something that we've talked about in previous episodes, and it's something that we will talk about a little bit more as we continue on through the New Testament. But for now, for today's verses, a covenant is an agreement that is made between two groups of people or even two individuals. There would be some kind of mutual arrangement that was agreed upon that was beneficial to both groups of people. And there would also be some form of consequence set up and established to be able to enforce that covenant. In other words, if the expectations weren't met or upheld, there would be consequences and not very good ones if the covenant fell apart. Now, God in the Old Testament, we see him making covenants with us and specifically uh, four different covenants. And I'm going to put a link in this episode to a YouTube video that the Bible Project has put out recently regarding covenants. And it will explain a little bit more fully what is going on as God makes these promises with his people. It's worth pointing out here that God is the one who makes a covenant with us. That means that it is is not dependent on our faithfulness to be able to uphold what God promises he will do for us. He will always uphold his end of the covenant. Now, originally, this covenant is made with the physical nation of Israel. Amongst others, this is a promise that God makes to his people about what he will do for them. And as he makes this covenant, he makes them ambassadors of God's good intent to the rest of the world. They were supposed to be an image bearers, especially seen through the eyes of the people that surrounded them. Now, as Israel continues to not uphold that covenant, we see that in the New Testament, Jesus establishes a new covenant. And we'll look at this a lot more when we cover the book of Hebrews. But this new covenant is established, and we see the sign of the covenant in the Lord's Supper, that through the church, God carries out his mission, this good intent to be able to bring people back into the fellowship that he desires to have with all of his creation. This is seen in the church. This is the covenantal community. And the question really, as we look at these verses is, how would you expect such a community to live? Well, there's definite signs of spiritual fruit in the verses that we were reading today. Matter of fact, if you look at some of these descriptions, especially in verse 12, you see tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 
Those are definite nods to what Paul writes about in Galatians 5 with the fruits of the Spirit. It would expect that a covenantal community would live lives of self-control and compassion, that such a community would pursue unity with one another, that they would make peace with one another. And Paul even encourages them to make an allowance for the fact that we will all sin. In other words, he is telling them and telling us that we ought to be patient when people sin, that we ought to bear with one another. And there is a definite theme of thankfulness that comes through these verses as well. And you see this theme of thankfulness in the fact that Paul says, and be thankful multiple times in these verses. Christ impacts what we do, but also how we do it and why we do it in the first place is that as we work, we ought to work in a way that honors Jesus. How we work, whatever it is that we're doing, means that we are working with full diligence to do it to the best of our ability, that we're not just doing a half-hearted job or unmotivated, or maybe we'll just cut some corners. No, that we are doing it with integrity and with honor, and we are doing the best we can because we do this so that we can honor Jesus, that every act that we do is a form of worship to God. This is why Paul encourages us to do this with excellence, that whatever we do, whether it's things that we say or things that we do, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. And there's a word that we throw around as Christians, and it's this word vocation. And we can talk more about that in a future episode. But vocation, really what it looks like is living in a worshipful way wherever God has placed you. So as you consider where God has placed you and how he has gifted you, I want you to take some time to consider how your actions, your words, your choices, your talents, and your hobbies, and how you work all bring glory to Jesus. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.